Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through today the Penrith Panthers and their best 17 for 2023. There is a little bit of wind going on outside, so we apologise if you can hear that. Hopefully not, though. We went through the Canterbury Bulldogs and their best 17 just a couple of days ago, so if you want to go back and watch or listen to that, go back a couple of days, go and get stuck into that. But the Penrith Panthers... Looking for their third premiership in a row. Hasn't been done since the early 80s. Jack Gibson's Parramatta Eels. So uh, a huge mountain to climb, but uh, one that I'm far from ruling them out of. This Penrith side, it is pretty impressive despite losing a couple of guys. Welcome, my co-host, Matty. Welcome back, mate. Uh, Panthers, three in a row. Can you see it? Oh, I'm, no doubt I can see it. Like we, we spoke for maybe less than five minutes about their squad on off camera just before, and it's just... They have so much depth. It is just ridiculous. Like, they are 100% the premiership favourites for next year, in my opinion. Yeah, I just... It will be interesting to see how they go losing a couple of key guys. Like, losing Appy is going to be big. I think that we'll... I think that we'll come to appreciate Appy a little bit more once he leaves. I'm not saying this Penrith side can't go on to win a comp, but I I do think it's going to be interesting. Obviously, we spoke about it when we were talking about the Canterbury Bulldogs, just how complete how much of a complete footballer Viliami Kikau has become. So it is going to change that left edge. In saying that, it changed a lot when Matt Burton left. They found a way to make it work. They mm. found a way to arguably make it better. Uh, they had Stephen Crichton, who was the Daly M centre the year before that as well on the left side. So every year something changed on that left edge. And, I mean, is it fair to say, Matty, they've got better each year? Oh, undoubtedly they got better each year. But also, Appy and Kikau signed a year ago. They've had a lot of time to think mm. about 2023. And knowing Cleary and the Panthers and the entire organisation, they'll, they'll be all over it. But, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying for a second that Akorosau is not a big loss because he's one of the best hookers in the comp at the moment. He's just so deceptive out of dummy half and a huge reason they've gone back-to-back and made three grand finals in a row. But they've had a lot of time to think about it. Is it fair to say that as far as this group of Penrith Panthers goes, 2023 will be the biggest challenge they've faced so far? I would, I would say yes because, yes, they lost... Burton, Catewell last year, but I think Kikau and, and Abby Coruscant are more important 
are more, are bigger losses than Capewell and Burton was, even though they were two of the best players in, the, in their position at the time and have gone on and had a good year in other clubs this year. I think these two, it is a bit of a tougher challenge, yep. Yeah, you know, I was about to ask you, but I can't really ask you it. If, if they would have lost Kikau and Appy a year ago, do you think they would have won the comp? But they, they obviously didn't. You're right, they didn't prepare for it like they are preparing for those changes now. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm so excited to see how they go. I'm, as I said, big challenge for this Penrith squad, but for Ivan Cleary as well, by far and away the biggest challenge of his career. Obviously, you've got guys like Isaiah Yo, Dill Edwards, Nathan Cleary, Jerome Lloyd, these sort of guys who uh, I wouldn't say they've relied on Api Curacao, but I don't think they would be where they are. I don't think Penrith would have won the last two comps if Appy didn't walk into that side. And he's probably the more experienced head in that spine, uh, but obviously he's going to pass on the bat now. And I, I'm expecting all the rest of them to really step up and do well, but uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting year for Penrith. Yeah, and I'm not ruling them out of a premiership. I agree with Matty; they'd be my favourites as well, simply because they can overcome anything and anything based on what they've shown us the last few years. But it is going to be a more interesting year than previous ones, I think. Now, we're going to go through their best seventeen, Matty. The reality is, uh, I think any rugby league fan could name their one to seven. Uh, and not make a mistake and not have any question marks over any position. Dylan Edwards picks himself at fullback. Uh, yep. Brian Toto, one of the best wingers in rugby league. Taylor May, young, you know, hasn't played a heap of footy, but fuck. There's not many wingers I would rather have over Taylor May despite how young he is. Would you agree? Yep. And, yeah, definitely the best wing combo in the NRL, undoubtedly. And it's crazy how Toto was the best winger in the comp a couple of years ago on the left and then no, I'll just move to the right and do the exact same thing. Like it's just, it's insane how good the pair of those two are. Nothing changes. Seriously, nothing. Nothing at all. It's crazy. Uh, centers, uh, Stephen Crichton, Dallium left center of the year a couple of years ago, moves to the right as well, comes up with one of the biggest plays in Premiership history, absolute freak. Isaac Tungo, who's been a second row slash center the last few years in reserve grade. He comes into first grade last year with Taylor May and uh, with... Oh, at worst, I think you could say top three most potent left edge in, in rugby league. Even you could say the most potent just left centre, left wing combination in, in the NRL. Well, with Kikau last year, it was, it was the best left side. I yep. know Kikau's gone now, but even still, <laughs> they, 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 it's a crazy side. And I know that I spoke a lot about Isaac in the preseason of this year. Spoke very highly of him. I still don't think you've seen anywhere near the best of him simply because kick out Ren so much of that show. I think this yeah. year you'll see uh, Isaac Tungo get a lot more early ball. I think you'll see a lot more of his ball playing. I think you'll see a little bit more of his kicking game as well. Him and Taylor May, they have carved up New South Wales Cup the last few years. Just just give them the ball early and they'll make something out of nothing. So I'm really, really excited about those guys in their second year of first grade in this Penrith side, uh, especially with Jerome Luai back in charge. I just think he's going to create so much space for them. There's going to be another player on that edge that really excites me. We'll talk about him soon. Uh, the halves. Just just one more yep. thing. If there's one injury in that back line, they've got Taruva waiting in the wings. They've got Taruva. They've got a few guys that they can bring straight into this back line. Another one I want to tell you about is Tom Jenkins. Uh, he played centre. He actually made his first grade debut against the Cowboys, I think it was. I'm very high on him. I think he's a very handy player. He's another one that, that can play centre and come into this side and do a job. So uh, it's actually crazy when you have a look at on their website the backs that are listed as outside backs uh there's only i think three guys that aren't actually in the seven players that we name but 
the two of them that aren't in it, Taruva and Tom Jenkins. Taruva's a superstar in, in, in waiting. We know that. This Tom Jenkins, I think he's going to be incredibly talented too. And if Stephen Crichton does leave, I think Tom Jenkins, he'll become very, very hot property very quickly. The other player, mate, and I was about to say, mention the halves. Obviously, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, they picked themselves there. Um, Sean O'Sullivan's left. Yes. Uh, Isaiah Katoa's left. Uh, Isaiah Katoa's halves partner in... Uh, New South Wales Cup and SG Ball, Keegan Russell-Smith. He's gone to the Melbourne Storm. So they've lost a stack of talent as far as young halves. They've just signed Jack Cogger, who uh, he's always had the ability, never quite put it together, Jack Cogger, but he's in this squad too now. Uh, so, I mean, when he does come in, I think his role will be very simplified, uh, and I think he'll do a good job there. So as far as the backs go, mate, um, are we talking A-plus here? It's the best back line in the NRL. Yeah, I think without doubt. It's incredible. Uh, so, yeah, all pretty boring in the backs, to be honest with you. We know what it's going to look like. We know what it's going to look like in round one. We know what it's going to look like in round 25. There's no injury. So, f- the back line, they are, it is what it is. Let's have a look at their forward pack. Um, the front row picks itself. James Fisher-Harris, Moses Leota. They will be the starting front rowers. The nine jersey, Api Kurosau, he has departed. So, we need someone to step up. Two names come to mind. Mitch Kenny and Sonny Luke. Uh, I know a lot of people are very hyped on Sonny Luke. He's an incredibly talented player. I've you know, been a huge fan of him for a long time, been talking about him for a while now. Uh, for me, Mitch Kenny's my guy, though. I have to start with him at nine. I think Sonny Luke, if you were to get a like-for-like for, like for Appy, is probably the closest thing you can get out of these two anyway. Uh, and I'd be using him similar to how the Panthers used Appy, the back end of their premiership winning season this year, coming off the pine. Mitch Kenny, uh, in attack, he probably doesn't have the same upside as Sonny Luke, but defensively, he is fantastic. Matty, I don't know about you, but I can't believe how many people want to start Sonny Luke. I think this is an absolute no-brainer to go with Mitch Kenny. I can't believe anyone would even throw that up, especially because Sonny Luke's so young, and without being critical, it sort of showed in the World Cup that his defense needs work. And throwing him in the deep end round one when you've got Mitch Kenny there has been doing it for him for so long just doesn't even seem like an option to me so I think having Sonny Luke on the bench at best is probably the best option for Penrith and I just think you know if you're playing the Penrith Panthers you know you're going to war you know that every single team is going okay we're playing the side that's won two comps in a row they're probably on their way to win a third we've got to come out fucking firing here every single team on the calendar has highlighted when they're playing the Penrith Panthers because that's when they get to test themselves and know where they're really at so you know that first 20 minutes it's going to be a war your front row forwards they're going to be pumped up I just think you need as many great defenders on the field as you possibly can and you know I don't think Sonny Luke's a terrible defender he needs work as you said I completely agree but Mitch Kenny he is a supreme defender mm. I just, just just look at the prelim as you said earlier look at the prelim of the both games against South how like South will throw everything at you but they put on Mitch Kenny for 20 minutes to just take the sting out of it and then Appy just dominates and yep. obviously Sonny Luke's got a long way to go before he comes on the field and dominates like Appy but that is how I see it happening this year and if you want to give Sonny Luke his best opportunity to come on the field and dominate you don't want him making 30 tackles in exactly. the first 30 minutes you want Mitch Kenny to get through that work his body's been through it the last few years he, he is prepared for it he's known that this has been coming for a year or so uh, so yeah I 
Yeah, I, I can't see them going any other way. Um, there is a, there's another kid there that I want you to keep an eye on. His name's Riley Smith. He's another hooker at the Panthers. I think he'll be in the New South Wales Cup side this year. Uh, if they have an injury to one of these hookers at some point, I wouldn't be surprised to see Riley get a gig. Uh, really nice kid, lovely fella. He, uh, I think he's the first guy, Matty, since like the 1970s. It's been a long time since it's happened. He actually made the Australian Schoolboys Rugby League and cricket in the same year. So mm. very, very talented talented athlete, Riley, a really good fella too. So uh, you'll see him come through, wears a fluoro blue headgear, won their SG ball this year, went to cup footy or flag, one of the two, did really well. So keep an eye on him too. I think he'll be the third choice hooker, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this two-way conversation becomes a three-way conversation in 2024. Is Riley Smith related to Lindsay Smith? Because Lindsay Smith is also a gun cricketer as well. I have no idea, to be honest with you, but they might be. I've never picked up on that combination before, uh, but Riley is a very talented. He, he's, he's a local junior too. He's, he's, he's from Penrith, so they might be related. I don't know. Do mm. your own research there. I've got yeah, no right. idea, to be honest with you, Matty, yeah, but they I'm might sure. be. If they're both good cricketers. Yeah. Quite possibly. Both but yeah, one to keep. Yeah. I don't know. I, I reckon he's probably an injury away from seeing him in 2023, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if you do see him at some point. Obviously, you've got Kenny and Sonny Luke. Neither plays Origin or anything. So if there's not an injury, there probably won't be an opportunity there. Uh, but yeah, just keep an eye on him over the next few years. In the back row, Liam Martin coming off an unbelievable World Cup. He was incredible. He will line up outside Nathan Cleary on the right edge. Left edge, Viliami Kikau leaves. Uh, there's two options here. We've got Luke Garner, who they have signed from the West Tigers, who I'm very big on. And I know Maddie's big on him as well. Yep. We've also got Hoskins, who um, sort of came from the clouds for the Broncos last year. One of the shining lights for them last year, to be honest with you. He was very impressive. He's another one that they've managed to get their paws on. Um, the other option that I know people have thrown up, I don't think there's a hope in hell they do this, is potentially moving Isaac Tungo there, one spot in. I can't see it happening. I, I can't see them, especially when they've gone and signed Garner and Hoskins. I think it's a two-horse race, to be honest with you. Uh, are we both on Team Garner? Yeah, I think Garner's done enough. He's you know playing consistent NRL for the last few years. I remember even watching him in, in reserve grade when he played for the Magpies a few years ago, and every time you look up, he scored a try. So, yep. yeah, he's. I think Garner's done enough to get that spot. And this is where I think with Luke Garner, I th and I'm interested in what you think, Matty, I genuinely think he's one of the best hole runners in the NRL. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's my point. Like in, in reserve grade, he would just – it was like watching Boyd Cordner play. Yeah. I know it's New South Wales Cup, but yeah, and that's obviously translated to, to NRL. Obviously, don't get as many tries there, but uh, yeah, he's definitely got the skill there running lines. And I just – I couldn't believe how much the West Tigers wasted him over the last few years. Yeah, I just I – I couldn't believe how much he was in and out of that team. It fucking blew me away. doesn't shock me that a team like Penrith uh, goes and gets him. So when he is a gun in a few years' time, though, just remember – Penrith picked him up when he was playing reserve grade for the Tigers, yeah. So they, they, they've identified this guy. Uh, I think he's a shoe in there. I think that it's interesting that he obviously – he's a very different player to Viliami Kikau. Kikau's a lot bigger. We, we mentioned in the Bulldogs preview, Kikau's skill set, his hands are incredible. From what I've seen of Gardner, he doesn't quite have that in his game. But his other assets, his line running, his defence are sensational. He might add a bit of ball playing to his game, but this is where I think it's going to be a big year for Isaac Tungo because I think Garner is going to be more of a traditional back rower rather than what Viliami Kikau was doing. I think it's going to open up opportunities and you're going to see Jerome Luai. I know there's a lot of people that don't like Jerome Luai. Personally, I think you're in for a tough fucking year because I think he's going to go back to a bit more of a traditional 5'8 sort of role. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised if for the first time in a while you see, because they are because they don't have a kick out or a Matt Burton or sort of second 5'8 on that edge, 
I wouldn't be surprised, Matt, if we start to see Dylan Edwards play a little bit more down that edge. He traditionally mm. hasn't over the last few years, but I wouldn't be surprised if that edge does change a little bit. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I haven't really thought of it like that, but it's a good point. I think I think you're right. And I will be all over Luke Garner for a first try score on a number of occasions <sighs> this year. I think he could be your little value player. I think he'll be a good little super coach get this year as well. 13, uh, similar to the 7, 6, and 1 picks itself, Isaiah Yo, uh, one of the premier players in our game. He will shit in there. What about he didn't miss a tackle in the World Cup? Like, I think it was, was it the whole World Cup or was it just the finals games? Either way. I think it was the whole World Cup. That's, cr- that's just crazy, man. As crazy as it is, does it surprise you? Oh, not at all. That's the sort of guy he is. Like it's and and we still, I think we even still take that for granted. Mm. Like oh, I, I think it was the Telegraph put out the other day their rankings for the players in the World Cup, and I think they gave Jose Yo a seven. Now, really? if you would have taken someone that maybe they didn't expect to be in the World Cup and put him at thirteen, and he gave you the performances that Isaiah Yo did, I reckon they would have got a nine. Yeah, I I agree. It's it's like how um if Teddy plays eight and a half out of ten, he had a Average game. Yep. It's like exactly the same as that. It's crazy. Yeah. Like a game that Teddy can play, he'll get eight out of 10. If Taruva, for example, plays Mm. that exact same game for Fiji, we don't know much about him. Yeah. It's a 10. Yeah. 100. I think Isaiah Yo falls into that category, but he will shit into the 13 jersey. Just quietly, sorry to sidetrack. The back row for Australia, like like Lee Martin, Cam Murray, Isaiah Yo, Angus Crichton. I know Yo's in the middle, but. Everyone, all the forwards outside of the front rowers, they all had such a good tournament. Powerhouses. And, I mean, if you were to say who had the best season out of all of them, you'd probably go Nanai, who hardly got a bait in the team. Yeah, exactly. So, pretty scary stuff there. Let's move to our bench for the Penrith Panthers, mate. We've already got Sonny Luke. We've both got him locked into the 14 jersey. Uh, 15, 16, 17 for me. Spencer Lenu, he's an automatic. Yep. He will be jersey 15, in my opinion. There is rumours about him potentially moving to the Bulldogs. Uh, as it stands at time of recording, he hasn't signed there. He hasn't gone there. I'm sure it'll happen in the next 24 fucking hours, as per usual, <sighs> whenever we record, Matty. But Spencer Lenu, if he's in the site, he will be there 100% on he, the bench. He almost, he almost starts in most teams. I think he starts in just about every team. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a freak, Spencer Lenu, but he fits perfectly into this Panthers side coming off the bench. Speaking of fitting perfectly off the bench, Scotty Sorensen. Mm. I think Lenu and Sorensen, there certain needs to be on this bench. I, I would even argue with, with these guys that, especially with Scotty Sorensen, I think when there's an injury in the back row, I think Ivan Cleary is very hesitant to start him. I think he prefers him coming off the bench. Yeah, well, what was his, what was his win streak off the bench? Yeah, was, I think he went 36 from 37 or something something, something astronomical. So as we said, you've got Hoskins and Garner. Whoever they pick, if one of them gets injured, I wouldn't be surprised to see the other one come in and him just leave Sorensen off the bench because he is so good there. Jersey 17. Now, we've got if we've got Garner starting, I mean, Hoskins, he becomes available for this spot. Uh, another guy is Matty Eisenhuth, who uh, great depth to have Eisenhuth to cover your, your entire pack. Sensation to have. The wild card, though. Tyrone Peachy returning to the club. Hasn't had his greatest few years, let's be honest here. Essentially, since he left Penrith, uh, it hasn't been great. It's been pretty disappointing. Let's call it what it is. Uh, but we know that Penrith, they tend to get the very best out of players. Uh, Peachy, could you see him landing a spot in this team somewhere? I mean, of course, but I think their priority will be having that rotation between Kenny and Sonny Luke. Mm. And then the question is, is, you know, Spencer Lenu? Fisher Harris, Leota, enough when you've got Sorensen. Like, it, it, I, I don't know. I don't think 
if Sonny Luke's the 14, I don't know if I could put Peachy in my bench. Uh, the other name that we didn't really talk about is uh, Jamin Salmon as well. True. True. But I I wouldn't have him either because I'd, I'd probably have Luke. Yeah. Could you play him as your 17 or, or you'd rather go for like an, an Eisenhuth or one of those guys? I'd probably go Eisenhuth. Yeah. Especially, Great. yeah. Unreal little problem to have. <laughs> the best death in the NRL by, yeah, by a long crazy. way. It's crazy. They're in such a good like spot. They, they'd all play in every other team pretty much. Yeah, without a doubt. And and you, you wouldn't... I don't think there's any other team that you'd be talking... As much as I just gave them the biggest rap for being great bench players, if you sign Sorensen or Spencer Lienu, mm. there isn't another team in the NRL that would play him off the bench, I don't think. Let's let's assume Lienu's gone. What would the bench be? Okay, let's assume Lienu's gone. All rumours, guys. We know nothing more than you. All rumours. Might be confirmed by the time you're watching this, but all rumours as it stands right now. If Lienu was to be gone, Eisenhuth comes straight into that side for me. Yep. Sorensen... And then you're having that conversation. Do you pick Hoskins, who he's played on an edge for uh, the Brisbane Broncos, obviously, but, mate, the amount of work he got through, I reckon you could shove him in the middle and he would be okay. Uh, or do you go for Peachy or a Salmon, one of those guys? I'd yeah. probably lean towards Hoskins. As you said, they have got the 14 sorted. Uh, if, if we can get the absolute best out of Peachy, <laughs> he becomes very tempting, doesn't he? Oh, it's, it's extremely tempting. Like I, I really want to say it, but... Yeah, at this stage, I'd probably be going and Eisenhuth locked in and then, yeah, probably Hosking as well. I think I agree Because at the end of the day with Peachy, as talented as he is, he's got to get back to that form for one. And I mean, if you're looking for a guy that can play multiple roles and whatnot, Jamin Salmon has been there. He's won a comp. He's shown the Penrith Panthers, Panthers that they can trust him, whether it's playing in the halves, in the back row, centre, wherever it might be. I understand Peachy's got more upside, don't get me wrong. But Ivan Cleary knows that in big moments, he can rely on Jamin Salmon to come in and do a job for him. So... As talented as Peachy is, a lot of obstacles to overcome still. I think as well, we'll see a lot of testing and experimenting in the first couple of months, I think. I think we'll see all these players get a game and, and see how it all works. Because as we said at the start, like this Panthers team are facing a huge change without their hooker and main back rower. So I think, you know, I mean, obviously this is the same with every team, but in a team with such depth... I think they'll play around with this a bit and see what the best combinations are. Um, so obviously we're just guessing now, but I think we'll see all these options happen. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with you, mate. I think they're and I mean they're going to have chopping and changing forced on them. Origin, yeah, rep weekend. Oh, well, how, how many? If, are there are there any rep games on next year? I don't think I don't think so. Eh? I think they've scrapped it, haven't they? Yeah. Regardless, state of origin, there's going to be buys and whatnot. I, I think you are going to see a bit of chopping and changing in this Penrith side to make sure they get it right. Um, I think with Penrith 2, I think they've got a buy in round 20 next year. So I wouldn't be. So that's still six or seven weeks away from the finals. Uh, so over the last few years, they have, they have rested guys in the last week or two. Uh, so yeah, oh, I think you'll see plenty of this squad throughout the year for the Panthers, whether it be origin, suspensions, injuries, restings at the back end. You're going to see a heap of chopping and changing in this side. But yeah, I, I think that as it stands right now, that's sort of what their best 17 will look like come finals time. Uh, Matty, is there a world where Penrith could miss the top four? Nope. Nope. Is there a world where Penrith could miss the top two? Mm, yeah, I think. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I think the Cowboys could fight for that minor premiership this year. I know it still seems crazy to say, mm. but they – you can argue they overachieved last year, but they've got, like, Heel and Lukey coming back. Like, they've, they're not losing anyone. They've got another year altogether. Like I, I think – I know they were the big risers last year with the Sharks, but I, I think the Cowboys are a big chance of uh, getting that minor premiership next year, which now, seems, seems crazy. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it seemed crazy at the start of the year for them to be a top eight team, let alone yeah. a top four team, though. Seen the Cowboys playing the last round of the season. Mm, who? Penrith. Oh, really? Yeah, Penrith at Penrith Saturday afternoon. So wow. uh, if Matty is right that those two are competing for a minor premiership there, uh, that could be massive there. But, yeah, mate, I, I sort of – I'm pretty happy to lock Penrith into a one or two finish. Oh, so I get wrong. Penrith, Penrith are my minor premiers. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I like similar to the Melbourne Storm, as it was shown this year. I think they could have a pretty, a really average fucking year and finish fifth. Yeah, and I'm I, pretty confident in saying and that. And like, I just don't see that happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's going to have to be one hell of an average year for them to finish fifth. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, so yeah, this Penrith side, they are the team to beat. I think the Chooks will be right up there with them. I really like their side. We'll have a look at them over the next few weeks. But this Panthers side, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. There's going to be changes. There's going to be a lot of challenges for this team. They might start a little bit slower than what we're used to, but I think by the back end of the season, uh, they will be absolutely flying uh, once again. And as I said, I think they will be the team to beat in 2023. Thanks for joining us again, guys. We'll be going through every single team over the next few weeks, going through their best 17s and their chances heading into season 2023. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.